0: It's a good thing that I have a lot of time, although my message is not that long, but I have a lot of time. Because um, my heart is so full and I'm on fire, so I'm like here trying to like, okay. Um, but thank you for that. Um, a lot of people don't see, he- see him in the front line, but he's, a lot, he's my backbone. So I definitely cannot do what I do without having support in that backbone. And so I appreciate you, I thank you, because I couldn't do what I do if you weren't supportive of that. So anyways, woof, let's transition. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you were at the One Boys event, women's event, say the shout. <laughs> wow, I was telling PG when we were um, in the uh, briefing room, and I said, PG, I should've put a wig on you, and you should've came. <laughs> um and then he was like I was actually t- thinking that I should go and I'm like oh, why didn't you you should have was like I didn't know if I should I was like it was awesome you should have came that would have been anyways you don't need an invitation you can just pop up you know <laughs> but um wow oh my goodness if you were not there I feel bad for you <laughs> like honestly it was just a, such an amazing event and um you know um One of the things that I do want to say is that there was only, like, one bad thing, and my heart was so sad because I keep getting these texts flooded and messages, can I still come to the event? And I had to say no. And that, like, broke my heart. So we are figuring some things out how that's not going to happen again because I don't ever want to say no to a lady. And as powerful as it was that night, we would have had, PG, about 170 ladies there. So, and it just happened like last minute. <laughs> so, I tell you that because if you were part of that, um, or even if you weren't, when we try to, when we start promoting that, just get your tickets and start inviting. And I knew it, and I, when I made the announcement last week, I said... You're gonna be sitting there. You know, if you didn't invite someone, you're gonna start thinking of ladies like, oh, "I wish it would have been here." So you want to make sure that doesn't happen again. And we're gonna do everything that we can to make sure that doesn't happen again. But um, outside of that, oh my God! Um, and just so that you know, like you know, my husband is right. I seek the Lord because I don't ever want it to be about me, and I don't ever want it to be like my plan. Yes, we're organized. Yes, all of that happens, but I want the Holy Spirit to take over. But before I start my message, if you were a volunteer in any capacity, can you please stand? Please. Worship, servers, a lot of ladies were tired and they didn't come. We all talk about that, PG. Okay. You can stand too because you were my testimony, lady. Joanne is back there. Actually, this is nothing. What blessed my heart, PG, and as a leader, you're going to be so proud. You're, you should be like a papa proud. I'm telling you, Friday night we went to set up, and thank goodness we didn't have to do all that we did last year. We're getting better. <laughs> uh, but still, we had to do some things because I got a great deal um, so that I can get a lot of ladies in there. And I'll tell you, I stood there Friday and it was so different in the last year, because last year I worked my tushy off, and I was so tired. And I looked around. I don't want to cry. And I had over 20-something people there helping. And I just looked, and I was like, wow, this is what it's about. This is about... Brothers and sisters coming together without an agenda, without one person, and it's about all of us coming together because we have a mission to fulfill. And that was awesome. I was so blessed, so blessed. We had the gentleman, the gentleman served. Thank you so much. There is no way. They work hard. Thank you. There was no way that I could have done this by myself. And I promise you I am the visionary, but this is not about me. And then the Bible says give honor to where honor is due. So I have to stand here and do that. Joanne, don't hate me. <laughs> wow. Every time I say Joanne, I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to do that because you don't want, I want you to feel that. I want you to feel what is the calling of God in your life. And when God tells you to do something, you got to trust him. It doesn't matter what it looks like. But as you all know, I've been very open about our transition in our family with the little ones. And the one thing I said to the Lord, I know you called me to this. My life is so busy, crazy already, and I'm still trying to juggle things. How am I going to mother two little ones? I don't get it. Am I, like, am I not hearing from you? And I heard the Holy Spirit say, you treat it like a job and you get an assistant who is just like you and is on fire for the Lord like you are and love women like you do. And I was like, hmm. And I know you've told me that before, PG. <laughs> he was like, you got to get somebody. But at that point I was like, okay. And I prayed because, again, it, was, it couldn't just be anybody. It had to be the right person. And Joanne, thank you, thank you, thank you. She is my partner. <laughs> she took this thing to a whole nother level. The details, I was like, oh, my God, we got, like, little cards. We got a program. We got this. We got that. And I was like, oh, this is real. This is so awesome. Thank you. She took Kuan Yin was like she's like my my like my my side girl like she makes sure like okay no one we we need to make sure that what happened last year doesn't happen this year, so she was like my bodyguard, you know, <laughs> so that I can cater to Michelle, my my speaker, right? And um, I I'm telling you, thank you, thank you, and that was all Joanne. <laughs> there were so many details, but um, anyways, but I know that I do have to go to my message. I just want to say that, you know, it's never about me. And it's never about RCC. It's about kingdom and what God is doing. And Christina Kimmer, thank you. (laughs) So, like, before the conference, I got a text. And she was like, hey, friend, whatever you need, I'm here. Let me know what you want me to do. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Everyone, Shao, she is like the art side of one voice because when the Lord told me to do this, he said it's got to be a different thing. It can't be like that cookie cutter, uh, you know, conference. It's got to be different and it's got to cater to everyone and it's got to be spirit-filled led. The arts that you saw there, that was all Shao. Thank you, Shao. Yeah. <laughs> We had an incredible dance team, like that came like right before the speaker. And I'm telling you, I mean, I, I wanted to dance too. I was like, I gotta take these heels off and dance. They were just, what are they like, prophetic dancers? And you can tell that in the atmosphere, right? It was like, sh- like they were just like pushing. I was like, get out. We're coming. We're coming. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. It really was. Even my older ladies were like, that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, I know. That was really good. But it was awesome. I tell you, got moved in a mighty way. We prayed. We fasted. There were so many things that we did, and it came together. And so, awesome. Okay. So now I'm going to get to my message. Um, my title is Stand on Your Post and Know That He Is God. And, um. I actually didn't have this message, I'm going to be honest, into maybe like a week before the conference, because I was like, okay, Lord, what do you have for your people today? Like, what do you have for your people? And the conference had um, a theme of authority. Like, that was kind of like the theme that we were going for, walking in authority. So, um, my little one woke me up (laughs) around two in the morning one night. And then I can't go back to sleep and I got to get up at 6.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay, God. All right, well, while I'm awake, let's have a chat, right? What do you have for your people that Sunday? And all of a sudden in my spirit, well, actually what I heard was be still and know that I am God. That's the message. And I was like, hmm. So like stand on your post and know that he is God. So I'm praying, fall asleep in my father's arms again. And then in my dream, I hear, stand on your post and know that I am God. And I knew, okay, God, you're definitely speaking. So I had to conversate, uh, two confirmations. Um, so I want you to kind of bear with me as I lay a foundation about this message. Because you might say, well, that's kind of basic. And by the way, worship team, you guys, like, preach my message today. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. You preach my message. I'm telling you. So, which goes to tell you that when there's worship going on, guys, that's not just songs that we sing. This is so that we can fill our spirit and be like, that's right. It's a reminder of what God wants for our lives and how we need to be. So, basically, it's just confirmation. But I do want to lay a foundation because... Sometimes we give some words, and it can seem basic. However, when I look around, it's the foundational elementary stuff that we haven't conquered that keeps us from moving forward. So, because someone said we need to look different, we are different. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, for this season, we have to be different. It's time for the church to arise and be the church that God called us to be. But we have to take care of foundational things. So how do we how do we walk in that authority that the worship team was talking about? How do we do that? What does that look like? What is the practicals? Last year when we, um, my first year actually, our first year was uh, the, the first time we did the uh, women's event. And I was praying about, Lord, what's the message? And I d- I heard one voice. Like I knew it it was like the body of Christ having a voice. And I knew that was kind of like the theming um and it was kind of like uh like an Esther type of theme, you know, it was like we are here for such a time as this. Esther had a voice and um that's kind of what it was and if you remember my last message I spoke a lot on Esther, and we had that Esther production and all of that. And if you didn't, you can go back so maybe this message kind of makes sense because it's like a sequel to that. Um, But I want you to know that even last year, last year was about the voice, the voice that Esther had, and we focused on the voice. And if you look what happened on 2020, our voices needed to be heard, Right? Like, it was all about you got to speak up. You have to have a voice. You can't stay quiet. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, and it was just confirmation that this is what the body of Christ kind of needed for that season. And Esther, in her time, the reason why she even made the Bible is because she was at a time where it was pivotal. It was pivotal for the nation of Israel. It was pivotal for God's people. And... What i like to focus in my message today is not only that Esther had a voice, but she also had authority. So when you combine your voice with authority, that's a game changer right there. Amen. So Esther walked in that authority because if you think about it, Esther could not go before the king. as Hadassah. Hadassah was her first given name, right? If she was that little orphan girl going before the king, she would have made it. She would have been killed because that was a protocol, right? But she won as the queen. So she used her title and she used her authority, even though it still could have been consequences, but she had faith in that. And she had faith. That she could find favor with the king. So she took that chance. It cost her. It cost her, but she did it. I feel like as a body of Christ, we had, we had our voices to be heard. There was a lot of things that we as a body fight for, right? We fight for freedom, freedom of speech, the voice for the unborn, right? The voice of righteousness, righteousness in the land. We fight for justice. And we had this fight so that we will not be silenced. Isaiah 62 says, for Zion's sake, I will not keep silence. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not keep quiet. Until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like the torch that is burning. So guess what? Do we give up? No. We move forward. It doesn't matter what the nation is going through. It doesn't matter what goes on. We are still the body of Christ, people. We are still God's children. We don't just sit back and say, okay, it's done. It's not done. We only have one Savior. One Savior. And his name is Jesus. And he's still alive. So guess what? It doesn't matter what goes on. We still walk in our calling. And we still walk in our authority. Um, the enemy has been working overtime to silence us to the point that what has been happening spiritually, it's manifesting in the physical. Think about it. Not No condemnation, people, okay? Just hear my heart. We're all walking around. We go outside, and we have to wear a mask. Whether you're sick or not, you just have to wear it. I get it. There's things going on. Trust me, I'm, I'm not knocking that. I know this is a real thing, but think about it. I mean, I'm at work and I have to wear my mask, and I have. I'm like, where's my voice? It's manifesting in the physical. As it is in the natural, so is in the spirit. It's a battlefield. We've been doing this. But as you, in those songs, oh, I loved it. Because guess what? You are not in this battle by yourself. Jesus always wins. He's never lost a battle. Do we not know the end of the story? He's never lost a battle. So either we believe who he is or we don't. That is our choice, right? The enemy knows that if we exercise our God-given authority, it's game over. It really is. He knows this. He knows this all too well, but do you know it? Do you know and do you believe what God says about you and who He is? He knows that if He can take our voice and He can keep us quiet, He takes our authority. Why? Power of the spoken word. Right. The power of the spoken word. Yeah. How do we forget that? The Bible says that when we come to Christ, we are a new creation. There is something supernatural that happens when we accept Jesus into our lives. Right. And it says that the Holy Spirit of God comes and now lives inside of us. That the line of Judah lives inside of us. I want to remind you what happened at the crucifixion. Michelle was talking about the crucifixion last night. And it reminded me of that vision that she had. And I wish she had talked about it, but she didn't. Where she literally went to the sight of the Lord when he was being crucified. It was in her book. But guess what, my friends? He didn't just do that so that we can be saved. And if he did, amen. amen. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. If, if all Jesus' crucifixion did was save us from the pit of hell, and I'm not saying hell as a bad word. I'm saying of the real place. Sorry, it's not a bad word. We're a church, right? It's not a bad word. The Bible talks about it. There is a real place that is called hell. And if all Jesus did when he was crucified was keep us from there, that would have been good enough. That would have been good enough. But there was so much more. There was so much more to the cross. This is where we get our healing from. By his stripes we are healed. This is where we get authority from. Because I did this. Now you can do it. Greater things will you do in my name. Why do we forget that? Why do we forget that? When the veil, the barber says, when the veil was torn, that means now we have access. Why do we forget that? Why do we shrink up when the enemy comes to us with things in life? Well, that's just what's happening in our nation. That's nothing. How about your personal life? Why do we shiver and shrink like the devil's such a big deal? Don't forget who you are. Don't forget the authority that you have. Don't forget that you have the line of Judah living inside of you. And this is why we don't move forward. And I'm sorry, but I'm just so tired. Of seeing God's people not move in the power and authority that he has given us. Why? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we speak about prophecy and prophesying. What is that? We think that prophecy and prophesying is for special people. Prophecy is speaking the word of God and make it into existence. You can prophesy, you can prophesy, you can prophesy, you can prophesy, you can prophesy. prophesy. Because God's word is already written. Now don't try to prophesy your own thing. Right? We have the word of God. And we prophesy, listen, oh, the world are doing this for the devil. And this is, this is where I get fired up. This is where I get upset. Because we have all this new age stuff that's teaching people the authority that they have, the God-given gift that they're giving them, but they're using it for the devil. This gets me really upset, because guess what, this is real stuff. And you know why our children are going astray? And you know why the world is going astray? And you know why our kids, when they go to college, they start believing all this other stuff? Because we are not walking in authority. (laughs) Mad at you. I'm just done because it's time for the body of Christ. It's time for the sons and daughters to arise. It's time. Look at this nation. This is a result of the body of Christ not walking in their gift. Not walking in their authority. This is the result of that. We gave them too much time. But it's not over. It's not over. And again, it's not about a person. It's about you, 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 and every believer out there. That's what it's about. Because honestly, this world is not our own. We forget that too. That's the problem. You talked about when we were in the briefing room. You were sitting with my bickle, and he brought back about the coming of Christ. I was like, oh, that's so good. Because we forget. That's what it's about. That Jesus is coming, and he's coming for a bride who is ready for him. That's the end of the story, guys. But why do we focus on this? When he told us this world is not your own. You are like aliens in this world. Then why are we here? We are here to represent Christ. We are here because he left And he said, I need to leave so that the Holy Spirit can live inside of you so that you, when we multiply about millions of people, can do more than I did. That's what that means. That's what that means. That the body of Christ will finally come to their identity and know who they are and walk in that authority. That's what that scripture means. Because when Jesus was here, he was one person, one man. He was walking in that. But when he left, he said, now, now I can spread myself through the Holy Spirit and through these people, my children. Get that. That's a game changer. (sighs) Oh, sorry. Again. Okay. Okay. Faith, it's not passive. It's not a passive word. Faith has to be active and proactive. Faith is when you have the mindset of, I know that I know that I know who my Abba is. That's faith. Because if you put your faith in yourself, you're always going to fail. We're never going to make it. We're never good enough. We're never strong enough. We're never bold enough. We're never whatever enough, enough, enough. We're not enough. But through him we are. Him that's inside of us is. That should free you. That should free all of you. That is not about your own strength. It's about his strength. And him that lives inside of you. Faith is believing God when it makes no sense and when everything in the natural says otherwise. Is God a natural God? No. He's God. He's the creator of the universe. The universe. That's faith. It's not about us. It's about him and who he is. Faith is knowing that he will come through no matter what it looks like to you and how it's working out for you. That's faith. That's walking in the supernatural. God doesn't want us to work in the natural. We don't need to work in the natural. We have the Holy Spirit who is supernatural living inside of us. Faith is trusting God that he will never leave you nor forsake you. I know it's basic, right? It's basic. We know that. We can everybody can quote that. But do you apply it? One thing is to know the word. The other thing is to apply the word. You're not an orphan. You are not an orphan. And you need to start hearing his voice and stop listening to the voice of the enemy who says you are. You're not an orphan. Faith is staring at the enemy in the eyes without a blink and know that he who is inside of you is stronger than that one who is intimidating you right now. You stare him in the eye and say, I know who I am. I know who he is and I am because of who he is in me. You see, you bring it back to him. When you bring it back to him, you're good. How am I doing in time? I forgot to bring my, um, can you bring me my phone so I know what time it is? (sighs) Okay. You can have, you can have this kind of, ferocious faith unless you truly know who God is. I told you it was simple and I told you it was basic. But it's foundational for you to move forward. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, okay. This is good. Good timing. Alright. Ferocious faith. I heard that from one of the prophets. We need ferocious faith. Ferocious faith. Focus faith in this season to make it in this season. I got news for y'all. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But it's okay. Because we know who God is. It's okay. Because we know the end of the story. Right? It's okay. Because we know who we are. This is what makes me mad. I have been sensing when I was asking the Lord for the message, because you know, PG's like such an awesome, like fiery preacher, and he's got like all these scriptures and you know, and then I I got Harvest, who's a teacher who's got like point, 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 point. And you know, when you're ministering, you kinda have to find yourself, right? And this is this is like my surrounding of my leaders and stuff like man like i'm just a feeler i'm just a sensor i'm just like like i see things in the spirit so i have to come with that message because that's how god made me i sense oh, this makes me so mad i'm gonna punch the devil in the face a mocking spirit amen this is what i feel for this season a mocking spirit tormenting Many of God's children. And this maquis spirit, what it's doing is paralyzing. You can't move, you can't speak, you can't do anything. Fear strikes. Where is God? What's going to happen now? Fear of the future. Fear that God is not gonna come through. What? He always comes through. He always comes through. He is not a man that he should lie. And you gotta know that. So you won't be able to go forward and move forward in your life, in your calling, in your assignment. If you continue to allow the enemy to do that to you. Yeah. This is what I heard in my spirit. This is the enemy speaking. You thought you thought abortion was going to be the end? Huh. You thought Righteousness was going to reign over evil? Ha, you thought. You thought America was going to be great again? Ha, you thought. Where's your daddy now? And most of us, oh, where's These are the things that concern these specific times and season because it's happening not just in our nation, it's happening worldwide, and it's happening in our personal lives, right? So let's take it back to, you know, we all know what's happening in a nation, we don't need to get into that, but it also happens in your personal life with things that you deal with, right? This is what I hear in my spirit. Ha, huh. you pray and you pray and you pray, and there's no change. Where is your God now? Huh. Look at your marriage. You thought it was forever, and now you're heading for divorce. Where is your God now? Ha, huh. you thought, you thought you were getting healed. Why are you still sick and hurting? Where is your God now? Huh. What happened to that prophecy spoken over your life? Did God really say? Does that sound familiar? Did God really say? Where is your God now? Look at your kids. Look at your family. Look how they live. The more you pray, the worse they get. Where's your God now? Where's your daddy now? (sighs) Why didn't God heal your loved one when you prayed and prayed and prayed and he still let him die? Guys, this is real stuff. This happens, right? So let's talk about it. Where is your God now? You tithe. You sow. And you're still broke. Where's your financial breakthrough? Where's your God now? When this was in my spirit, and I'm like, ah, it reminded me. Anybody see The Passion of the Christ? Raise your hand if you have. And if you haven't, watch it. There is this scene. I'm going to try to play it out for you. (laughs) Where Jesus the end and he was tired and he was broken and he was hurt and it was almost towards the end and he's carrying his cross and i think at that scene he just falls and here's the enemy holding a baby like shakira is and he's caressing his baby he's just looking at him i love my child where's your daddy now He's doing it to y'all. He's doing it to the body. He's doing it to God's children. Where's your daddy now? Do you know where your daddy is? You got to know that you got to know. You got to stare at him in the face, and you got to know that he is still God. That you stand on your post, and you know that he is God. When I looked, what standing on the post means, that means you stand still, and you don't move, and you don't let anything shake you. Standing on your post doesn't mean that you're going to start to try to fight, that this happened, and you're going to go here, and that you're going to try to do it on your own strength. Standing on your post means that you stand, you don't move, and you know who he is. That's what standing on your post means. This is why we have the Bible. We have all these stories. You ever wonder when you first came to Christ what's all these stories about? What does that have to do with anything? Look at little David. I told you she was preaching my message yesterday. I was like, she's preaching my message. David. Little David. He wasn't a warrior. He was a shepherd taking care of the sheep. Oh, he's so cute. Like I do with my dogs and every little animal and every little kid. (laughs) And he teases me about it. That was David. And here are these soldiers, right? And when the enemy's mocking, just like I was talking about, they were like, oh, we can't fight that giant. Little David said, what is wrong with y'all? Do you not know who your daddy is? Yes. Little David, what did it take for David to know who his daddy is? You sang about Egypt and the people of Egypt, and we were talking about it where I was going over my message. And Michelle yesterday was talking about how sometimes God will put you in the storm. Actually, she said all the time because he wants to show who he is. And I can picture Moses leading the people, and they're like, yay, we are free, yay. That's what we were doing a couple of months ago. Yay, we got freedom. Yay, we got a savior It's going to save us, yay. And then they got to the sea. Oh, shoot. What happened? Oh, no. They're
1: coming for us.
0: Where's your daddy now? No, seriously, but God. Because he was still not done showing who he is. Because he wants you to know that no matter what your circumstances, no matter what you're going through, no matter what your kids are doing, no matter how your finances are doing, no matter what is going on in your life, he's still your daddy. Daddy. He's still your daddy. (laughs) Let me tell you something about an orphan spirit. And this is so awesome because we're going through it, right? Like, you know, we're adopting the little ones and stuff like that. And do I tell you that when these little ones came, they didn't know us. The first time they came, we were mom and dad. Crazy. But you know what? I'm not going to take the credit for that. Spirit of God is in my house. God is in my house. So they felt like this is home. (laughs) Ashley, I mean, it's kind of tiring. I'm not going to lie. But you know what I love? That little girl gets up in the middle of the night and comes to our bed. And she's like, she calls me Auntie Mommy in Spanish. (laughs) Titi Mommy. And I'm like, okay, come to bed, honey. And she'll come to bed and she'll sleep between me and Frankie. I'm going to embarrass him. You know who used to do that until he was 10? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. Until he was 10, he would come. Mom, okay, come to bed, Chris. Okay. It's funny, but guess what? Ashley knows she's a daughter. She's three years old. She only knows us for like three months and she feels the love, and she sees what we've done, and we created a home, and we provided for her, and we gave her what we would give any of our kids, and she knows she's a daughter. Do you know that you're a daughter? Do you know that you're a son? Guys, it's so simple, right? It's simple, but do we get it? Going over? Okay. And I thought it was going to be short. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm almost getting to the end of my message. We got to stop. You got to stop. You have to stop letting the enemy intimidate you. You got to stop. You got to know who your daddy is. You cannot be paralyzed with fear. No more. It's done it be done are you tired yeah. isn't it tired to to just count on your own strength isn't it tired to think that you're it and you got to do everything let me tell you when you get this it's so freeing yeah. man it's so freeing Thank you, you got to allow his voice to be louder than the enemy's voice because he's not going to stop speaking You got to stare into the eyes of that toothless lion, the toothless lion, the clawless lion. You got to stand your post, and you got to say, you know, I know who my daddy is. Because it's not in your own strength. It's knowing who he is. Remember we talked about the lion in Judah living inside you. Guess what? That lion got teeth. That lion is powerful. That lion is full of authority. That lion is God, and He's inside of you. We're not normal. Who? Somebody said that we're not normal. Enrique, you said that, right? We're not normal. We're not. We are the children of God. I talked about uh, David, so I'm not going to go through it. But I loved what he said in Samuel 17, 26. He said, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That's what you got to look at your circumstance and say. You are not bigger than my God. And I know who my daddy is. What is the giant in your life? You know. You don't have to say it. But you know what that giant in your life is. You know what's that sea in front of you. two quick testimonies that I have that's going to make, I love testimonies. I, I just live, I mean, I breathe testimonies. You know why? Because when I can get in my flesh and my weakness, because, yes, we have our flesh and our weaknesses. Nobody's perfect. And I get in those moments, I was like, oh, if God did it for him, he can do it for me. This is why I had Christy share. and She did amazing sharing her testimony of her victory. And I will always have testimonies. You know why? Because if they did it, you can do it. Right? So most of you know we had um, our goddaughter, Jacqueline. She's like family. And she's been battling. She's been fighting for how many years now? It's been crazy. It's been a crazy battle. But I'm going to tell you what faith is. She's still here. When she should have been gone, like, So many years ago, this last time, we thought it was over. This is it, right? Guess what? You know, with everything with COVID that's happening now, you only allowed, like, one visitor, maybe. She had how many? Over 30 visitors. (laughs) Why? Because they thought she was going to die. But guess what? Those 30 visitors and her sisterhood who stood with them, with with her, night after night, doing what? Worship. Doing what? Fighting. Doing what? Warring in the spirit because they know who they are. Because they know they have authority. And because they looked at that lion and said, I don't think so. I know who my daddy is. They did it will put some of you to shame, I'm just saying. (laughs) And I'm proud of it because they're young. I love this generation. Ah. Don't lose that fire, guys. Just because we're older doesn't mean we can't be on fire. We should be that fire that lights the younger ones. That's how it should be. Anyways, (laughs) testimony. So we go there, and I remember the motherhood was there. We call ourselves a motherhood, sisterhood, motherhood. And um, and uh, I just like felt in the spirit like, wow, the mother is here. We haven't been together in a while, like all of us, right? And and I started sensing. I was like, you know, like Catherine is like on fire for the Lord. God is doing something with our kids, right? We started, and then I was like, God is, you know, Shawnee's always been on fire. You know, she's been the fire that kept them burning and warm a little bit, right? And then God has been doing, like, crazy amazing things in Sam, too. And, you know, I have a, a different daughter these days. I'm like, who are you, girl? I love it. She's on fire. She's been witnessing. And, oh, anyways, right? And here's Jacqueline in a bed. She hardly knows we're there. And I say, you know what? The mother is here. I think we need to pray for the girls, like, you know, and we start praying and we start getting before the Lord and Yvette starts doing her thing with her worship and stuff (laughs) and uh, all of a sudden, we just feel the shift in the room and I was like, God, they thought we were crazy, but even over there, they got like ministered to and stuff, guess what? They saw who our daddy is and I remember, I was like, oh my God, like I feel the shift That picture that Yvette took, for real, y'all, that was in, I don't know if anybody of you seen it, but the glory cloud was over that room. She was supposed to be dead that day. She's home now. That is walking in authority, knowing who you are because of who he is. And knowing that that's your daddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's your daddy. And we did that. Yeah. You can do it too. On, you Come can on. do it too. Right. Yeah. You young people, you can do it too. Right. Yeah. You can do it too. <sighs> Finances is a huge thing. Especially for a lot of people. Especially when you're tired. And you give, and you give offerings, you know, and then you're still struggling, and you're like, oh, it's my breakthrough, and, you know, you look for all kinds of businesses and things to do, and, you know, um, I have watched my beloved family, ovages, go through some stuff, and I got permission to share this, and because we know them for so many years, i tell you, these people are sewers. And I'm just gonna say it because, you know, it's not like they're saying it, they won't say it. But I know a lot of what happens behind closed doors. And I have seen this girl. Gr- you know what I still remember? I remember you spending about $2,000 in clothes for Miranda, and that was years ago. And I was like, man, girl, you crazy. Like, buy yourself that car or whatever. And she had that spirit of giving. I've watched this woman give, 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 give to her God kids, which are my kids, and other God kids that she has. And she's always giving, and they're always giving. I've seen that. That's who they are. They won't say that, but I can say it, right? And sometimes things, they still struggle, you know. They drive a car that they probably put so much money in that car. You guys should have bought like a Lexus by now or something, (laughs) right, with all the money you put in that car, I'm going to show you and teach you what a seed does. Is that okay? Okay. Shao, can you come over here for a second? This is a manifestation, and I want to show you because when I tell you, I want you to know that if he did it, if God did it for them, he could do it for you. You're going to love this PG. So Shal is my beloved goddaughter, which I love, love, love. And although I'm the mature one, <laughs> but I, I get so much from her, too. This girl, uh, the whole family, Nini. what? I was so proud of Nini yesterday. Oh, my God, you would have thought she was, like, 40. Like, I'm telling you, her <laughs> spirit is so old. <laughs> it w- I was like, that's my baby. That's my girl. Yes, go. Anyways, focus. Um, so she loves the one voice as much as I do. So I always come to her and we kind of brainstorm what is God saying to you. And I go to her, what is God saying to you, right? Because, like, I told you it's not about me. I want to hear what the spirit of God is saying. So we confirm what he's saying. And um, you saw that dance team. And you were so excited. And she tells me, we got to have them. We got to have them. And I was like, you know, I'm thinking budget. I still do that. You know, I got to walk more by faith. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know. okay. Then she was like, It's okay. I can sponsor them. Now I know what's going on financially. I said, Oh, no, you're not doing that. You're, you're not doing that. Yeah, come here. I want people to see this because there are people watching. And why did you tell me?
2: I said, Yes, I am. <laughs> I, said, I said, You're not going to
0: like it, but yes, I am. I already did is what she told me. And I looked at her, shame on me. And I said, You did what? And what did you tell me? About the seed. Oh, um, I said it's good ground, so I'm not worried about it, I'm gonna do it. And she also told me you're not gonna steal my seed. Oh. Because I knew she couldn't say anything to that. <laughs> Give you the word with the word. Yeah, she used that against me. Thank you. Yeah, that it? Okay. yeah. I'm going to call somebody else now. So naturally, because I know the situation, I was like, how many girls were in the dance team? Seven times 20, 25, y'all. Okay. like okay I can't steal her seed and in the natural because I'm going to be honest with you in the natural I was like oh shall. okay and I'm figuring out some things anyways I'm not going to get into that two days later was it re- okay Yvette can you come up so I get a text like two days after that and she tells me you ain't going to steal my seed and this girl sends me a text. She goes, watch this, a video. Watch this and call me when you see it. Because she knows it probably sometimes takes me about 20 to, f- well, maybe sometimes more. Okay, I'm a mommy now, okay? I told you. I have little ones now. Can you quickly
3: share what that video was? Well, I'm a worshiper. And when you have a daughter that's working part-time and was on a fast for twenty-one days, and while she's fasting, she gets released and then puts a seed on the ground. Okay, these are concepts that are that are that are shown in the home. And as the lioness that I am, I was like, Father, you said that you would rebuke the devourer. And when you catch a thief, he has to return sevenfold. And in this house, in this house, there is prayer. And in this house, there is a team of of my golden girls who are praying. And there's prayer requests that are being filled. And I came. There was a Monday. I was roaring. And and I went to bed at 4. I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden, it's like... I see the the light that is done. It's like there's a shifting, there's a shifting from four to wake up at six. That's crazy. And I just started saying, Father, do it now. Send your release of angels. Send your financial angels. We are working with heavenly places, oh God. Do it, do it, do it. And then the Lord that, that Tuesday there was prayer and I come and P.K., I was talking to PK. And he goes, Oh, by the way. Um, I got something for you. I was like, great. I hope it's a million dollars. And I want them all in hundreds. And he, you know, started laughing. He goes, okay, I'll be right back. He gives me an envelope. And I thought it was one of those, those statements that the church gives. And I was like, wow, they're really on top of it this year. Wow, okay. So I just take the envelope. And I just go home, you know, no big deal. And so I go home. It's like, man, prayer was lit. We had 22 people. There was like crazy awesomeness happening. If If you want breakthrough, I'm telling you, you just got to get plugged in. And apply the word of God in your life and everywhere that you go and are. So we go home. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Let me check that envelope. And so when I opened up the envelope, showing sure up an anonymous giver gave us several thousand dollars. And on there it said for cars. So when my daughter sold, the Lord multiplied it by 100. Because this math makes no sense. And so I'm telling you that if he did it for me, he could do it for you. And the reason for the sharing of the testimony is so that the faith that is on my life and on my lives can cross-pollinate into your life. and that cross pollination will give you power and hope for your future. Amen.
0: Ain't that awesome? And I don't wanna I don't want to give praise to men. But do you realize that, and I didn't do this on purpose, but I'm just it's just coming to me now that both testimonies have to do with the same families. Because we know who our daddy is. You got to know who your daddy is. Because we are not special. And if you forgot, I'm going to give you a little reminder. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He is Jehovah Jireh. Your provider. He is the great I am. He is your judge. You don't need to fight your own battles. He is your judge. He is your father. Your good father. Because some of you have a bad image of what a father really is like. He is your Abba. Abba, love! He is your Savior. He is your Redeemer. He is your Forever. He is the Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God. That is who you are. Don't just sing it. No way. Live it. We are at this time at the end of the Red Sea as a nation. So we're going to go there because it's a real thing, right? Like Moses and the people of Israel with the enemies coming right after them. And we're standing with our rods like Moses did. In our hands, we got nowhere to go but forward. You got nowhere to go but forward. You can't go back, hear me, what does going back mean to you? You can't look back, you can't go back and fear the enemy. You got to go forward, you got to stand your post, you got to look at the enemy right in its eye and say, you toothless lion, I know who my daddy is. This is where we're at. You got to know that you got to know that you got to know that he is working even if you don't see it. That he is working even if you don't feel it. That he is working and he never stops. He never stops working, right? He never stops working. He is your way maker. Make it personal. He's not just Jacqueline's waymaker, PG, he's your way maker. He's going to do it for you too. just the Obadiah's way maker. He's your way maker. And he never, 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 never stops. Get
1: it in your spirit. He doesn't stop. I don't care what you're going through.
0: Look at the enemy in the face and tell him it's done. I know I know who he is. And I know who my daddy is. Jesus. He's not done. He's still working. He's still working.
1: He doesn't stop being gone he doesn't take a break he doesn't get tired he doesn't sit and do nothing
0: I hope you're getting this I pray you're getting this because this is a life changer it is simple but it's life changing once you get it, once you get it, once you get it,
1: it's game over. It's game over. Can't you imagine for this nation if every person that is called a son or daughter would get this?
0: Would we'll see what he sees, would we'll feel what he feels, would we'll know what he knows. Can't you imagine? It's game over. It's game over. And not just in our nation. In your life. Because you are here for such a time as this. You were put in this world to make a difference. To make an impact. Because at the end of the day, guys, it's about souls. simple we pray no we preach all these messages right but at the end of the day the cross was for the souls the cross was for the souls the cross was for the souls because Jesus is coming because he is coming and he's coming for a bridehood
1: He's coming for a bride who knows that she's a daughter,
0: he's coming for a bride that he knows he's a son, he's coming
1: for those that are waiting for him. Oh, in a way maker, miracle
0: and you feel like you are at that red sea and you feel like you have nowhere to go, know that he's going to open the sea up for you and he's going to take you deeper and deeper and deeper. If you are ready or you feel like, I don't know, I don't know if I can have faith like that. We'll pray for you. Come if you feel in the spirit that things shifting in this nation, and you know there's something going on, and you don't really know what's going on, but you want to be ready. Come because Jesus is coming for a bride who's ready. He's not coming for a fearful bride, he's not coming for an intimidating bride. He's not coming for a bride who doesn't know her identity. He's coming for a bride who is ready. A bride who says, Come, Jesus, come. We are ready. Hey, that might not be for another hundred years, but you still got to be ready. If you don't know. Church, I just pray that I feel because I promised
4: you this was from the Lord people get ready wow you know I just saw prophetic come uh, here Frank I just saw a picture I feel the presence of God so I saw as I'm closing my eyes just now some of you are have been standing in your post, and this is the image I saw in my spirit. And you're holding on to like this, this pole or post, and, I, and the waves are crashing on you. And I see just these big, big waves, but you're still standing, but you still feel it, right? And then turn this way, turn this way. And I was hold, and I I saw myself holding this post, and these waves were just. We're trying to knock me out and when, the, when, I, when it turned around, it was Jesus that I was holding on to and it was the face of the Lord and he was going like this, taking the waves for us. As long as you hold on to him, my friend, you may and you will feel the waves, but he's the one who's blocking them. He's the one who's making sure you ain't going anywhere. You know why? It's not just good preaching. It's biblical. The Bible says the righteous shall not be moved. I feel the Holy Spirit here. And, 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 and what I'm trying to say to you is this. Some of you have felt, and if I could be honest, some of those things I, I apply to myself. Because you say, God, I've been confessing and i still have physical pain i still have debilitating pain many days but even when you don't think he's working he's working so here's what i feel from the lord sometimes healing comes when you just believe it out of your mouth sometimes you have to say i confess that you are working even when I don't see that you're working. Can you take ownership of that right now? Come on, lift up your hands right now and say, I confess. Come on, make it real. I made it so personal. Just a couple minutes ago, I said, even when, come on, I don't see that you're working, even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop. Make it more than a song, and I guarantee you something is going to explode in your spirit something is going to explode in your heart when you say, I choose it's a choice whether your kids are vaccinated whether you're sick, whether you're having a financial difficulty and you're still standing on the post and you're not seeing anything here's the next level for you open your mouth, I love what Pastor John said to me during worship, he said the miracle is not just that we have authority in our mouth the miracle for some of you is actually opening your mouth I'm so powerful. Yeah, there's authority when you open your mouth, but 50% of you are not even opening your mouth to confess that you have authority. So say this with me, all of us. Come on, with your mouth. Even when, come on, I don't see that you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working. You never stop. Come on, you never stop.
5: and i had a dream the other night and all i kept hearing was why do you stand there gazing why do you stand there gazing as rosie was preaching and i'm like so many who are hurting or staring at a cross with christ on it he says why do you stand there gazing the cross is empty it's finished people are dead inside looking at the tomb And then he says, why do you stand there gazing at the tomb? It's empty. It's empty. And then he told them as they're all standing there, as Jesus left, why do you stand here gazing? Don't you know that the same Christ who died, who was buried, who raised again, has left, has left the Holy Spirit? is coming back again. He's coming. It is finished. Stop gazing and move forward. It is finished. Come
4: on. I just saw the Lord so clearly right now. So clearly. I'm, I'm, uh, just one minute here. How many of you have been believing for something and have not seen it come to pass yet? I felt that so strong. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about you're standing on it. I'm not just talking about it's a little... Little faint, little whisper. I'm talking about this. Can this has consumed your prayer life? You've been believing for something for a while. I don't want you to be shy now because this is the Holy Spirit talking to you. If you've been standing and believing for something specific, listen. I'm not talking about for a couple days, even though God still loves everyone like that. I'm talking about there's a specific faith breaker. Right now, a, a moment where you're going to step out of that pattern, and by faith you're going to receive this. If you have been praying in your prayer time, privately to the Lord about something specific that ha- that you have not seen any or or very little breakthrough, raise your hand right now. Right now, those are the people that God wants you to step out. Right now, come on, join me in the altar. I'm going to join you. Come on, we're going to worship i we're going to join you and just lift up your hands and just take that step of faith. And we're going to believe God for a breakthrough. Come on. I want you to act like you have it before you have it and start praising like you have it before you have it. Oh, uh, come on. I want you to lift your hands and say, thank you. Thank you that it's here. Come on. Thank you that what I've been praying for is coming. Thank you for my healing. Thank you for my deliverance. Thank you for my restoration. Come on. I want you to thank him as if it's already done. Come on. I want you to thank him as if already done. Say it out of your mouth. Just like you confess with your mouth. This is powerful what we're doing. Just like you confess with your mouth that you believe that he's working behind the scenes. Now do one last final step. Say, I, out of your mouth, out of your mouth. Say, I thank you that it's already done. I thank you that it's what I've been praying for, it's already done. I thank you for the answered prayers. I thank you for breakthrough. I thank you for healing. I thank you for financial increase. I thank you for healing of broken marriages. I thank you for prodigal sons and daughters coming home. I thank you for people that have not spoken to each other, that you are even now hearing our prayer. And in a few days, or even as I walk out of the house of God, my answer is already here. Listen lift up your hands. For we speak things that are as though they that are not as though they are. And we thank you by faith, by faith. Listen, I hear the Lord during the waiting process says the Lord. Do not waver with your speech during the waiting process do not allow the waves to knock you off keep confessing that it's done keep confessing that he's working on your behalf keep confessing that he has not forgotten about you oh thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord listen you don't need someone to physically lay hands on you and pray with you all you need to do is agree with this right now and there's power in your agreement there's power in your agreement once you start confessing this you'll start looking for it everywhere Father we declare that that disappointment is over we declare that we are standing our ground we declare that No matter what happens in the natural with our relationships, you're still working. We put our hope and our trust in the power of the living God. We have no choice. We have no other way than to stand. Listen, listen, listen. Having done all things to stand, here's the next verse Stand therefore. Stand therefore putting the whole armor of God. Say this with me. My answer is coming. My answer is coming. One more time. My answer is coming. And I shall not be moved. How many feel a breakthrough in your spirit right now? Come on. How many have, how many at least know that by faith, By faith, things are going to get better. I'm going to say something really powerful before you release this word. I'm going to say something. Please please listen to me as, as, as our church body. Things, whether things in the natural change or not for you. This is what I hear. Your confession of what you're doing now. Will keep your heart from being hardened. Listen. No matter what happens in the natural, your confession and your faith will cause your heart not to be hardened. And you and you're listen. You're leaving the results up to God. Because there are some things here that I, I feel from the Lord that what some of you are praying for involves, listen, this is powerful, another person's decision to get right. That means you can only do so much and God can only do so much. You can only change you, but you can't change the other person. If God stops knocking at that other person's door of their heart because of your prayers and they deny his knocking, you've done your job. But you've got to allow that confession to heal your heart and stop beating yourself up. No matter what happens, hear me, because I feel this from the Lord, no matter what happens on the other side of this this thing that you're praying for, what you're praying for is going to guard your heart from offense that He is still good.
2: we were worshiping, like, the whole time while we were there, like, worshiping and praying. And um, there was just a day that some people in the room and us were feeling a little discouraged, and and it wasn't, um, in a way, to, like, it wasn't, like, against me or anything, but um, they started talking about, like, how, like, like, William McDowell has, like, this incredible, like, worship ministry and, when people like bring the sick there like they get healed and I remember thinking if I was just a little more anointed maybe if I had a better lifestyle of prayer maybe if I didn't doubt myself so much my worship would be enough for her to rise up out of her bed and I just remember feeling so discouraged and I was like oh man Like if she dies I hope it's not on me For not doing enough For not being enough In that moment And um, that's when she showed me the dance video Of the dance group that ended up coming to the conference I was like oh I gotta get them They're super anointed and I gotta make this happen You know And um, it was about the next day I'm pulling up to the hospital again, and um, everybody gets out the car, and I'm like, listen, I'm going to park the car. I'm not going to be there for another 10 minutes or so. I, I just need a second. And that day, I'm, I'm in the car in the parking lot of the hospital, and I'm like, Lord, I can't go in there today. Like, I can't face this again. I can't do another worship session and, and, and see her in pain and with no progress. Like, I had no strength. I was like, God, I need you to come through. Because I'm completely done today And I'm always strong for the family and the friends And I was like, but I just don't have it in me today And he was like, just trust I just had to like, just kind of verbalize What was going through my head And I went there And I went into the hospital that day And um, I was like, alright I, I didn't say anything I was like, let's just, let's just worship Let's just do this And then I remember like The presence of God just being so strong In the hospital room And um, all of a sudden, I I see Catherine, and she's just, like, smiling, like, really big. Like, she looks so at peace. I'm like, okay. And we're just praising and praising. And all of a sudden, um, Jacqueline starts coughing. And we're like, oh, my gosh, it's getting worse. (laughs) In my mind, I'm like, pray harder, worship more. Like, I'm freaking out. And we're like, she's coughing, she's coughing. And everybody's getting up because at this point, she wasn't able to speak at all, move at all. There was was bad um and so we're like we're freaking out we stand up and all of a sudden she's coughing and we realize oh like she's not coughing she's trying to speak (laughs) and all of a sudden she starts speaking and that's when all the improvements started to happen and a few days later she was moved um all the nurses ran in and they're like oh my gosh what's happening like she's awake she's talking like she's moving she's looking at us all this stuff that she wasn't doing before um and All the nurses ended up getting really touched when we got to pray for them. It was a whole thing. Um, And two days later, she was moved from the ICU floor um, back to the regular patient floor. Um, But if I didn't know who my God was, and if I didn't understand the authority that I carry when I surrendered that to God and trying to compare myself um, because I wasn't seen, you know, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even though when I don't feel it, you're working. I wasn't feeling it and I wasn't seeing any progress. They had given up on her and we're just trying to make her comfortable. And God healed her in that time of worship, of us consistently going and praying and worshiping. Um, and that's what led to the seed for the Women's Conference as well. Um, so I just wanted to share that sometimes it takes a continuous surrender. Of that before you see any progress because there was no progress in fact the night before that the nurse came to us and she's like listen um we've done all we can and um i can take all her pain away and i said excuse me and she was talking about you know taking her out with medication and um i was like no you won't <laughs> in fact we were like how about you sit down we're gonna pray for you <laughs> I, when she came in, it just something felt really wrong in my spirit. And I was like, no. And it was in the middle. It was like 2, 3 in the morning. She came in to talk to the sisterhood in, in the hospital. And I was like, no. We're not, that's, not, <laughs> that's not what's happening here. And Nini ends up prophesying her whole life. The girls lay hands on her, praying over her. And by the end of the conversation, she was like, you know, God is good. We're going to have faith. Like She's going to be healed. And I'm like, amen. Yes, she will be healed. Yes, she will rise out of this bed. So we have the authority to shift an atmosphere. And when our strength ends, his begins. Amen.
4: We're just going to pray right now. We'll dismiss you. So much is happening right now. Father, I pray specifically for our RCC congregation. I want you to receive right now. I pray, Lord God, that no matter what we see in the outcome, it doesn't change that you've been working. You know, I just like a portal of prophetic things happening right now. I feel that for some of you who, you may only know in heaven how many times the Lord went and knocked on that person's door that you're trying to pray for and they refuse. Only, only in heaven will you know. You think oh my prayers are not doing anything. Oh no 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 you don't know how many times your prayers are dispatching things but it's up to them to say yes just i just want to encourage you no matter what happens no don't hold this over you for the rest of your life let god work and be joyful so father as we leave i pray that there will be fruit that will remain out of this message fruit that will remain out of their stepping forward by faith and saying i'm not going to be moved i'm going to stand my ground and stand on guard and no matter what happens Protect my heart from bitterness and anger and offense, especially in these last days. And we choose to leave, to leave the results up to you. But our hearts will be filled with your love. Our hearts will be filled with faith. I pray for strength and healing, that they'll walk it out, Lord, at the rest of this week. And Lord Jesus, that you will do a miracle in their lives. I pray for traveling mercies as they leave to their homes, refreshing And I thank you that what they have been praying for is already here by faith. In Jesus' name. Lord, give the Lord a big shout of praise. God bless you. Say bye to about five, six people. We'll see you next week.